Chad and Jay Mansbridge here, lead pastors of Bayside Church International, based here on the south coast of South Australia. Our great passion as a church is to help people to know Jesus and to demonstrate his love, truth and life in everything that we do. We hope you enjoy today's message. So today I'd actually like to share with you a letter that is chock-a-block full of good news. How many of you remember a letter? A letter, yeah, a letter, more than 140 characters, yeah, people that sit there and, and letters were written and there was a great lot of thought put into writing those letters and then when you received the letter, there was a lot of time spent reading those letters. Um, Ken and I have been married 35 years, so we've known each other 36 years now and apparently when we, well, I do remember doing it. Um, when we first started dating, I went on holidays and every night I would write her a letter. Hmm. She told me the other day she still has them. Wait, they're not the letters that you share. Hmm, okay. But the New Testament is chock-a-block full of letters. Paul wrote letters to churches and they were intended to be read out to the church they weren't intended just to be if it was here it just wouldn't go to chad and say here chad you read that it would the intention was of that letter was to be read out over the church to the church and just let everybody hear the good news and this is one of paul's letters so for the most part this is paul's letter from years ago, many, 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 many years ago. I have paraphrased it in a couple of places, as you do. Um, changed the title slightly. No, no, no. To God's holy people, I think you probably can't, at Bayside Church International, Victor Harbour. I'm pretty sure Paul didn't write that bit. But Paul wrote it to the Ephesian church. So this is, for the most part, his letter written over here, uh, written to you guys. Hope you enjoy it. How we go. Alt, he typed it. So I said, paraphrase it so I can read it. So it's... Hmm. I got it translated just for me. To God's holy people at Bayside Church International the faithful in Christ Jesus. Imagine that as an opening line. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Did you get what he has just opened that with? Let me read that again. Praise be to God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. 
He has blessed us. The whole lot of it is past tense. It was past tense back then, so it's definitely past tense now. With every spiritual blessing, He chose you and me to be holy and blameless in His sight. You know what that means? We are holy and blameless in the sight of God. Isn't that straight out good news? In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship. That is a legal term referring to the full legal standing of an adopted heir. You know what that means? We are God's son and daughter. How? Through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will. You know what? God is pleased with you being his son or daughter. Take that one away. To the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. The riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. That word, God's grace, lavished, abundantly, exceedingly, overflowing, superabounding. Get the idea? Get the picture. God's grace has been lavished, absolutely lavished on you and on me. Isn't that great news? With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to, br- to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. A unity when heaven and earth are both united under the headship of Jesus. Picture that one. In him we were also chosen. This could read, in him we all became heirs. Full legal standing. Having predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything, everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ Jesus might be for the praise of his glory. Guess what? Our hope comes from Jesus. Our hope comes when we put our hope in Jesus. Our hope comes, yeah, okay. (laughs) And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing Our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Did you all get that? You were included in Christ as an heir, as a son, when a number of things occurred. When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of salvation, and when you believed, the Holy Spirit is then your guarantee. God adopted you made you his son and heir, and then he sealed the whole deal with his Holy Spirit. Good news. 
for this reason. There's more. This goes on and on and on. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart might be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and in his incomparably great power for us who believe. That you may actually know the hope to which God has called us, his holy people, that we may know the riches of his glorious grace and somehow that we may know his incomparably great power. His hope, our hope, is great news. That power, the power that is there, is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things. All things are under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church which is his body. The fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Let me repeat some of that. He raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand and Christ is far above anything in this world. And all things, all things are under his feet. God has got this. And he is over the church. He is head over the church. And he fills the church with his fullness and he lavishes his grace up over all of us. Isn't that another piece of good news? Hmm. There's more. It is. As for you, you were, were, past tense, dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world. All of us also lived among them at one time. Like the rest, we were deserving. So at one time, we all were lost. At one time, we used to live gratifying our sinful nature. All of us did. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead. It is by grace we have been saved. And then God has raised us up with Christ 
and seated us with him in heavenly places. So God did that to Jesus and now he's done it to us. We are seated up there in order that in the coming age he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed to us through Jesus Christ. Isn't that some more good news? We used to be dead. Now we've been made alive with Christ. We have been raised up and God has seated us with him in the heavenly realms so that we might show his incomparable great power and grace. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift from God. Not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God had prepared for us in advance to do. God's grace is a gift through faith, and we are God's workmanship, and God don't make junk. He does, it's not going to waste it. We are all perfect and holy and blameless. Take everything that's been said. We are holy and blameless in his sight. We are God's workmanship. Remember that at one time, you were separate from Christ. You did not belong to the people that God had chosen. We were strangers. You were living in this world with nothing to hope for. Boo, boo, boo. You were living without God and you were far away. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace. He came and preached peace to those who were far away and peace to those that were near. For through him we both now have access to the Father by one Spirit. We all have hope. Now, you are no longer strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostle and the prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Surely you've heard about the administration of God's grace. It was a mystery. But by revelation it has been made known. The mystery is this. That through the gospel the Gentiles are heir. Together with Israel. Members together of one body. And sharers together in the promise of Jesus Christ, together, together, together. The great mystery of the gospel is that is for everyone together. Jesus got rid of every single division that had ever been set up. If you want to summarize it all, there it is. Paul wrote this. I became a servant of this gospel for the gift of God's grace given me through the working of of his power. 
I wonder how many of us can mull that one over. Think about that over lunch. God's intent was that now, now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Let me read that last little bit again. In him and through faith in him, we may now approach God with freedom and confidence. Isn't that awesome news? For all of these reasons. I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power to grasp how wide, long, and how high and deep is the love of God, and to know his love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that, it is, that is at work within us, to him be the glory and in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed today's message. Remember to check us out at baysidechurch.org.au and of course, if you're ever in the area, please pop in and say good day.